After these messages, we'll be right back. I can't believe I ate that whole thing. Are you in good hands? And now, a word from our sponsors. Hey everybody, welcome to After These Messages, bringing you hot takes on commercial breaks. That's right, we're here to talk about TV commercials. Good ones and bad ones and ones where people say weird shit like this. Don't overthink it. But don't underthink it. Don't talk about your cover band. My name is Andrew Walsh. I'm here with Genevieve Haz. Hello, Vives. Hi, Andrew. Coming up today, you know what people love <laughs> to talk about? What? Or you know what people love to hear yes. other people talk about? Actually, people do love to talk about this topic. They don't love to hear about it. That's why we decided to dedicate a whole show to dreams but don't worry i mean longtime listeners of this show and my various podcasts know that i love talking about dreams i'm not going to be talking about my own dreams even though i did have some weird ones last night (laughs) uh we will be talking about the use of dreams in commercials i thought that was a whiz bang idea of a topic and then i thought ah but could i gild this lily in Guild I did by turning it into a quiz, Genevieve. You love a quiz. Here's how the... I love dreams and I love quizzes. It's really uh, the sweet spot for me. So here's what here's what's going to happen. I'm going to play for you. No, no. I'm not going to play for you anything. I'm going to describe for you in one short sentence a commercial scenario. And you're going to tell me if in the commercial you believe somebody is dreaming or not. Oh, okay. Makes sense? Yeah. All right. We're going to quiz it up. Plus, as I'm going through all these commercials involving people sleeping and dreaming i came across i came across two commercials neither one of them quite fit the the quiz format i'm doing but they both involve people having dreams okay genevieve two different cars two different companies same exact premise including some details in there somebody ripped somebody off all right somebody ripped somebody off and i think it's v-dub which is interesting because volkswagen has such a sterling reputation in everything they do that's right um oh it's just it's astounding to me so i can't wait to play those for the you one area in which they do sort of have a legitimately sterling reputation is in their marketing so that's kind of interesting yeah so i'll play that for you plus the ad council apparently they want to talk about poop today or Maybe that's not entirely fair. What the, They want to talk about other people. They want to talk about a commercial that wants them to talk about poop. They want us to talk yeah. about a commercial that wants us to talk about poop. I have it all written down somewhere, but okay. it definitely involves poop. <laughs> okay. It definitely involves women pooping specifically. Gross. Yeah. Or actually, is it gross? I guess that's kind of what this commercial wants us to uh, question. But let's start with some dream talk. <laughs> There's something about telling somebody, get into my car, that seems so so threatening, (laughs) doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, this song is from a different time when it was permissible to order women to get into your car. I mean, we don't know for sure that it, that Billy Ocean is singing to a woman, I suppose. I guess I didn't. I guess I never thought about it. I he, always assumed. He could be talking to a child yeah, who any, loves candy. Anybody. And he's got a lot of candy in his car. <laughs> All right. You cannot see my screen, right? No, okay. So um, let the quiz begin. Genevieve, I'm going to describe a commercial to you, okay? And then you tell me if you think it's a dream scenario or not a dream. All right? Okay. A bear with a boombox 
dances on roller skates. Picture it. Are yeah. You picturing it? A bear with a boombox dances on roller skates. I don't think that's a dream. And can I get an extra point if I can tell you what the product is for? Holy shit skis, yes. Is it for bare naked cereal? It is not. Oh. So you just lost the point that you do get for guessing that it is not a dream. Okay, I'm going to remove the um, secret barrier, which is an old issue of Real Change magazine. So you can see the screen. Here is the commercial. It's actually for Little Caesars. We have a gentleman sitting on a bench in a park, and he's excited about the new Little Caesars offering. And it's so good, he thinks he's in a dream. But the dancing bear on roller skates in front of him informs him that, no, he's not dreaming. It's that good. Cheesy stuff, crazy bread. I must be dreaming. No, no, it's actually a real thing. You should try it. It's delicious. New stuff, crazy bread with crazy sauce. Just three forty nine. It's not a dream. Pizza, pizza. That was the bear with the deep voice. In I, case anybody was curious, I like that dancing roller skating bear. Um, it does make me think that there are a lot of commercials out there with bears because I can think of three right off the top of my head. Should we head. do a show on bears? Now, well, now we're down one because we already did this one. But yeah, there's show a, about um, bears. There is a let's see, that's Little Caesars ice. Oh, did you just look? No, oh, I just kind of looked. I kind of gave you a glimpse on my screen. I my didn't apologies. see it. That's why I put the the real change. Up. I saw another bear commercial today for another pizza company. I believe it was Domino's. Wow, has yeah, a bear. It's, maybe it's the year of the bear. Yeah, year. It, it, could it literally be the year of the bear too? No, I think it's the year of the ox. Maybe. Oh, okay, I don't know what that means. I mean, I know what an ox I mean, is generally yeah. speaking. Okay. It's like I'm not. I'm like I'm not sure how to explain this yeah. to you if you don't know what that means. I was just getting. I just had to say something while I was stalling. I was getting a link uh, up on my screen here. Okay, are you ready for your next clue? It's gonna be like a twenty-minute show today. I realize we're zipping through these pretty quickly. Yeah, we got to slow down. Our shows okay. have been really short lately. All right, here we go. We might have to do some dream talk. Ooh, you want to get into dreams? I'm trying to remember what I did dream last night. I did. I'll hey, I'll get into some dream talk. I'm not gonna get into what I dreamt. I believe it was. Actually, I've been having decent dreams lately because I haven't had to get up super early while Luke is on vacation. So I've had that like kind of hour of sleep at the end of my sleep cycle where I'm sort of already awake, but I can sleep in a little bit longer. And that's where the dreams start to stick. Right. And I'm not going to get into what I've been dreaming about, but I will say like I've been astounded. There have been twice in the past few days, two instances where I know that I had a very vivid dream and I just can't quite access it. And then you just grab one little bit. Your brain, <laughs> just as you're about to give up, your brain will latch onto one thing. And then once you remember that one thing, everything else, like tiny little details of the dream suddenly, like, again, I always use this, use this as an example, uh, even though I've never been able to successfully uh, do one, but it's like a magic eye, sort of. Yeah. Like those have never worked for me, but everybody right. says. You imagine that's what it would be exactly, like. That's what I dream it's like. Uh, when you just like figure out one piece, but then all of a sudden it just all opens up to you. Like, um, for me, I told you I wasn't going to tell you the dream, but I will tell you the elements of the dream because I wanted. Oh, as long as it's just the elements. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Don't worry. As we'll long make, as it's just the plot and everything worry. that happened no, no, in it no and all the sense. elements. No, but I, I woke up and I was awake for, I don't know, five or ten minutes. And it was just kind of in the back of my head. What's going on with the dream? Then I kind of gave up on it. Then I'm, I don't know, making coffee or whatever. And then all of a sudden I remembered. 
oh, your old fourth grade school, you had to drag all those books up the stairs. Oh, that's right. The books came from Richard Sherman's old library. Oh, that's right. You tried to um, bring them into a bar, but the books were taking up too much space. And like, it was just like all the, and they really were Richard Sherman's books. And then I even remembered like details of like one of the books was like interesting pink paper with red type on it. It was just like, I had nothing. I had nothing. And then all I remembered was fourth grade staircase. And then everything came flooding back. I was watching, I am watching a very dumb show right now called Evil. Oh, and yeah. I walked into the room the other day and you're like, this is really dumb. It's basically like if you if you just took the X-Files, um, made everybody like 30% less uh, charismatic and sexy, and then instead of aliens, the thing that like they... That, I'll take a 30% less sexy Gillian Anderson. It's still, That's still pretty, pretty sexy. sexy. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, it's still pretty sexy uh, dude as well. Yeah. It's just not David Duchovny. Yeah. Um, but anyway, if you just replace like searching for the unexplained sci-fi thing with searching for the unexplained um, like demonic evil thing, mm-hmm. it's otherwise the structure is exactly the same. You have a man who wants to believe, a woman who's like, I'm here for science, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, all of this is to say one of the main characters starts having what she thinks are night terrors, but it's unclear is like, is a demon really visiting her uh, or is, is she... Is her work just, you know, or, seeping into her subconscious? Or is her work just seeping into her subconscious? So she does a thing before she goes to bed where she writes something on a big piece of poster board that she then tapes to her ceiling. And then when she's having one of these night terrors, she looks up and to see if she can read it. And when she can't read it, it's just like all blurry. She says to this demonic presence that she's having this conversation with that's how i know i'm not awake that's how i know i'm dreaming because when you dream you can't read things because i think she says it's broca's area it's like Mm. one of the areas of your brain that's like fully turned off Mm -hmm. in sleep that makes it impossible to read text in the dream and i wonder if that's really true it's true for me I, i i remember i think sometimes you're aware of it in the dream that you can't read it um even though you're trying to read it but other times you, you, it just symbolizes something, but you actually can't read it. Like, yeah. that's something that I've talked about before, I think, in all of my dream talk. You can't read in your dreams. Can't read in your dreams. Can't read in your dreams. Think Luke Burbank of TBTL fame. I think it was him who, one of his uh, radio anxiety dreams, maybe it wasn't him, maybe it was somebody who did more, um, like, newscasty kind of stuff, but somebody I know in radio, their radio anxiety dream as they look down at the at their script and the words are just moving uh-huh. all over the place. I still have real radio anxiety dreams. I had one not that long ago where it's often like I'm filling in for some, Oh no, the one that I had the other day was I, uh, I was fill in producing for a real I, life radio host I used to produce for. I would imagine like a, a very alive sort of high stakes environment like that where you know, if something goes wrong live, it's mm-hmm. like it's very you can't undo Immediate it. Immediate deadline, yeah. yeah, and very deadline driven. Like that would be conducive to a lot of yeah of nightmarish scenarios for people. It's funny. I've been out of that. I've been out of that um, scenario for a long time in real life. Yet I still like I don't know. 
every few months I'm good for like a straight up like classic radio anxiety dream. And I've never even hosted radio um, music shows before, but one recurring one is I just can't get to the CD. Like the song is all the song that's on is always ticking down. The second I finally choose one, I'm like, okay, good, I got it on the air. Then it's all of a sudden you look over and there's only 20 seconds left and you can't find any of the That's like when we go to the CDs. bar and we try to play touch tunes. <laughs> yeah, you got to try and stay ahead. You definitely got to get a the beginning of this is real life talk now. You can tune back in, everybody. Um, <laughs> of like starting a thread of songs on a jukebox, there's a lot of pressure to get like the first three up and posted like yeah. right away. Because if you're in a place where you're the only one playing the jukebox, as soon as it ends, it goes back to their radio station. Then you play, you put your next song in. And it's yeah. Just like well, and where, where we often are playing touch tunes is at the Eagles. Yeah. And for whatever dumb reason. Oh, yeah. When the touch tunes is playing, this the music is at one volume, but when it goes off of the touch tunes to like whatever, I don't know if it's like Spotify or whatever that the bartender usually has playing, it's at a completely different and louder yeah. volume. So if you let your touch tunes lapse, like it's going to be a rude awakening. Yes, and often the bartender will be outside on a smoke break when it ends and <laughs> yes. all of a sudden everybody's just like being blasted. Nobody knows. <laughs> For some reason, nobody knows how to turn the no one's, damn thing down. No one's it ever, should not be that difficult. No one has ever explained the mystery of how to turn that, of how to show us where that volume knob is. Okay, uh, back to the quiz. You got that first one right, but you went for a bonus point that you got wrong. So I'm giving you a one point, but one demerit as well. We'll see how that all shakes out okay. later. I haven't, I haven't worked this all out. Do you, are you ready for your next clue? I'm ready for my next clue. A bird and a clown fly through the sky with their friends. A bird... And a clown flying through the sky. Gosh, with their I don't friends. know. I'll say dream. You're going to say it is a dream. Yeah. Uh, remove. What are we calling that again? The, the real change barrier. Remove the real change. Watch the commercial to find out that you're right. It's for McDonald's, 1990. Oh. Everybody. Birdies. Flying is fun. You said it, Birdie. I'm getting it. I'm getting it. <laughs> folks and fun. Come on, hamburger. Grab folks and fun. You know the one McDonald's for food, folks. And Come fun. fly with us! No way! We're chicken. <laughs> Those were the nuggets. McDonald's. Ta-da. A perfect landing. Time to wake up, Birdie. Time to wake uh, up. I dreamt we all could fly, and I didn't even cry. Oh, and then Birdie she goes to get out of bed. Falls and out of bed like falls a dummy. Like a dummy. Now the question is, can Birdie fly in real life? And the dream is just that everybody can fly with lot. her. That's not the question. That's a question because mm-hmm. I have a lot of questions. One, McDonald's characters basically live in a fantasy land. Anyway, it seems like it's mm. a needless. Um, twist or whatever for them to be having a dream where they can fly and also it is weird like why is a bird dreaming that she can fly like it's an unattainable dream it is weird to watch her fly she does not look like she would be able to fly her wings really just look like furry arms honestly Also, also the real highlight of that is grimace flying kind of backwards which is just like backwards with just his he's just sort of ass over tea kettle <laughs> sort of ass first gliding yeah. through the air yeah see that's a good question like now oh, a flying grimace i think is a that's a dream right because okay birdie flying we don't know if that's something she can do irl or not 
Grimace isn't really a thing. So if you told why me that not? Grimace is flying, yeah. why not? However, Hamburglar flying, which we see here. Yeah, that's a bridge and, too. And that's also, a Hamburglar too far. Exactly. And the Hamburglar is trying to fly. And he's just like flapping his arms and nothing's happening. And then as Ronald McDonald flies over him, I believe Ronald zaps him with some magic dust or something mm-hmm. and giving him the power to right, fly. There's so so much that's hap- dreamy. There's so much happening here, though. Like, do you need magic dust to fly in a dream? Is there magic in McDonald land? Does like without the dream is there like what are the rules? I don't know the rules of the universe of McDonald Land is I think what I'm saying. Well, let's talk about this here. I think one of the darker questions that we haven't addressed is what's up with these chicken nuggets who are also characters because none of these other characters are things that we eat, right? In fact, Birdie. Mayor McCheese is I think an edge case. That's good point. But here we have Birdie who I is. I don't know what kind of bird birdie is, okay? But we do know that people eat birds. Yeah. Bird meat. Some birds. Chicken, what have you. And so here we have some sort of a bird that's flying, and then we have talking bird, deep-fried bird parts talking back to her. That's awkward. It's awkward. It'll forever make me think of that BoJack joke where, like, some chickens are chicken farmers and some chickens are chicken our food chickens yeah. um, and the the commercial that in Bojack is where the farmer is basically like making the distinction between him a chicken who farms and these birds that you don't need to worry it's about. It's like a class system sort of <laughs> right? Yeah, right? Yeah yeah that is dark. I have another um, I have another clue for you here. Are you ready? I'm ready. So I'm so far I'm two for two. You're two for two. Don't brag. Um, let's see here. How about this? Okay. A man loses his pants in the clouds. A man loses his pants in the clouds. Hmm. I'm going to say not a dream. You're going to say not a dream? Yeah. Please remove the real change and peep this. Next insurance, we get your business covered in just 10 minutes, all from the convenience of your phone. Now, we should say there is a a woman, young, I don't know. Yeah, young Young adult woman uh, floating in the sky next to, and she looks like she works She's dressed like a real Velma. Yeah, kind of like a Velma who maybe works in an office or something. And she's floating next to a fella who is wearing a hard hat and a tool belt. He looks like he works on a construction site. And she is talking to him about how Next Insurance works. Next Insurance, we get your business covered in just 10 minutes, all from the convenience of your phone. And save you up to 30% with policies designed for exactly what you do. It's basically the insurance of your small business dreams. Oh, the insurance of my dreams. That explains the fly. Yeah. And also why you're naked. Suddenly he's lost all his clothes. The incredible insurance stuff is real, though. Oh, that's cool. Next, the insurance of your small business dreams. He's fully naked. That's that's the buzzer. Um, he was fully naked with a little uh, with like some bl- you know some blurs around his uh, his private parts. Although you can see that he's still wearing his tool belt under there, so that's that's fun and sexy <laughs> and exciting. Um, I've never heard of Next Insurance, but I have heard of you getting one wrong. Uh-huh. So it is now two to one. Yep. Okay, ready for the next one? Yes, I'm going to try to redeem okay, myself. Okay, here we go. A young man. Moves out of his dad's house. A young man moves out of his dad's house. Um, Let me put it this way. I think that's what's happening. It's a very <laughs> bad commercial. Okay. Um, I'll say dream. You're going to say it's a dream? Yeah. Please remove the real change and watch this commercial for something called a Bioteen. 
This is so confusing, Ron. I believe there are <laughs> two different men in this. I don't know why it's not following the rule of threes, but there are actually kind of two plots going on here. First, we see a man who's in some vault that is basically made of money. He's just surrounded by money. It's like Scrooge McDuck's money vault, only it's all paper money, yeah. and he's celebrating. Meanwhile, there's another man who is um, in his home, and his adult son is packing up to leave. So I think these are two different fantasies or dreams, so you are correct, that these two men are having, but they're in 14 seconds of time. This is a short commercial. Okay. It's trying to do too much. It's very confusing, and wait do you hear what the product's for. <laughs> Dad, I got a job. I'm moving out. <laughs> Dream sequence ending no. in three, no. two, Keep packing. One. So now both of these men in their various dream scenarios are freaking out because they hear that the dream sequence is ending. So and, I, money and interestingly, guys, the father, mm -hmm. I guess, it's, is it the father's dream that the son would move out? Yes. Okay. He's so excited that the, the son says, I got a job and I'm moving out, you know. In three, no. two, Keep packing. one. Then it says, don't let dry mouth interrupt your dreams and the product is for something called biotin immediate and long-lasting dry mouth symptom relief genevieve what in the ever-loving mm -hmm. fuck yeah is that even for i mean how is so there's a product i got it there's a this product is a pill <laughs> i got that there's a product called biotin that prevents sleeping dry mouth while you're sleeping yes and apparently Having dry mouth can wake you up in the middle of the night. Okay. That's, A, not something that is widely understood. Maybe if you have dry mouth, you already know this. Yeah, okay. So maybe it's we'll sort give of them the, benefit the, of the targeted, doubt on targeted audience. But why, why have two dreamers who are seemingly unrelated? In such a short period of time. Just stick with one dream and make it a campaign. The one with the, the dad waking up from his son, not wanting to wake up from his son, like moving out is really a funny joke i think that's like a mm -hmm. fun like the idea of like trying to make a dream last longer so that you can get yeah. the kid moved out is a funny bit it's so distracting that there's this other unrelated man swimming around in money and what is him prolonging the dream going to accomplish like it's a totally just gets different to stay in the money pit yeah longer. but it's like that serves no purpose whereas there is at least arguably a purpose to like if the if I can get this dream to be long enough I can get his stuff packed up and out mm. of here I mean it's it's, it's like a silly See, joke that I kind I think that either way it's just kind of like people are having fantasies and they want to stay in their fantasy as long as they as long as they can yeah but he he's like active the dad's actually like trying to as if he can move the plot along in the mm -hmm. remaining time yeah, of the true. dream. Yeah, that's Whereas true. Whereas there's no plot to being in a vault yeah. full of money. Yeah, no, that's true. It's t Those dreams are totally incompatible, like structurally, stylistically. Yes, yes It I makes agree with no that. sense. That is a, that's a terrible ad. Are you at all just interested in watching another Bioteen commercial? Sure, Let's yeah, see what else see they what got going on. Has got. I'm just clicking on one randomly here that the website is suggesting because I just watched that last one. So this looks like it might be another quickie. It's start, sorry, it's loading. No, this is a full 30-second spot. We see a woman. She seems to be outside at a cafe or something, maybe having coffee with some friends or coworkers. I have not seen this, so I'm just assuming that's what's going on. If you use some of these moves... 
oh, she's kinda, way too often. She's kind of covering her mouth after taking a sip of coffee. She's taken one of those um, red and white striped candy mints out of a bowl. A peppermint. Then you might have a common condition called dry mouth, which can be brought on by many things. There's a guy drinking in the like middle of the night. Everybody's like furtively drinking, like no, like they don't want to get caught drinking water. Yeah. Okay. This is just. This isn't a very clever ad. This is just an. Yeah, but at least I understand what's happening Yeah. Here. Exactly. It's not okay. Um, There's okay. also something like the way the guy, the the one guy whose dream is to be swimming in money. There's something, even though he seems happy, nominally happy to be swimming around in money. There's something very grim and upsetting about the staging of this money vault. Mm-hmm. It's not like yeah, it's not well it's not lit. Sparkly it looks or anything. dark and yeah, it, it doesn't actually upsetting. look it like almost a place looks like a you prison. Be. Yeah, which is what I understand having that much money will do to you. Because it's like a Saw movie. Is it is Saw movies where people die in some grotesque manner that is related to how they lived? Sort of. Yeah. I mean, or am I thinking of Seven? Well, you're both, I guess. Um, but in yeah, the Saw movies. It's... Is, I once called it Eight. <laughs> In in the Saw movies, um, I've only seen the first one, but they, it's usually, if anything, extremely tangential to whatever sin they are imagined to have mm-hmm. committed. Okay. All right. I need it's mostly you to about how, screen. how diabolical and clever the, um, the puzzle maker is. Okay. Your screen is covered again. We're going to play another. Oh, let's see. Did you get that one right? I believe you said... I said dream. You said dream. Young man moves out of his dad's house was the clue. You said dream. That means you've gotten three right and one wrong. Okay, this next one. A woman spends... Let's just turn it into a sentence here while we'll I just edit the script. A woman spends decades in the office bathroom. Decades in the office bathroom. I'm going to say not a dream. You're going to say not a dream. Here we go. This is for a product called... Laxaday. You can look at your screen now. We have a woman uh, who's dressed up in a bunch of 80s uh, fashion. Dressed up in a bunch of 80s fashion. That's not how people talk, but you go with me here. And I believe we have some 80s uh, She's got music like a in- very um, bright turquoise blouse with the big... Uh, shoulder, shoulder pads, pads. kind of puff sleeve shoulder pad. Yeah, look. and some big ass earrings and kind of and kind of puffy eighties hair. Kind of adjusting her hair and her outfit. She's feeling herself, and she walks out of the office bathroom into the office, and it is empty. And it is certainly not the eighties. It's like twenty years later, and there are computers everywhere. And she looks very confused, and she's going to run into one of her old co-workers who is just as shocked to see her. Michelle? You're back? Don't spend your life in the bathroom, the text says. Laxaday laxative. Oh, so, I'm unfortunately, not... you did not uh, get that right, but it's a good I commercial, it, right? I said it wasn't a dream. You said it wasn't a dream? Yeah. Are you sure? Go back and check the tape. <laughs> All right. I'm going to give you half a point. One for... You lost half a point for being argumentative. <laughs> I said it wasn't a dream. It's like dealing with the cops. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, congratulations. It was not. In, it was indeed not a dream. Great commercial, though, right? Yeah, I, I really like the premise. that. Great ad. Yeah, yeah I don't very know how, how I stumbled on it. Yeah, very straightforward. Good, like it's it's an it's sort of it's a premise that grabs you. It's visually interesting. Like 
it's a one it's an easy to understand punchline and then don't spend your life in the bathroom as the tagline yep boom yep there you go Lord, take a lesson bio teen <laughs> yeah all right here's another clue for you man why did i ever write these like woman and man how about this i'm gonna edit this again we're gonna go a man <laughs> a man refuses to let go of a drinking glass a man refuses to let go of a drinking glass um a man refuses to let go of a drinking glass could be anything um I'll say not a dream. Not a dream. This is a rather long commercial for a product called Quiff. Quiff? I know. Terrible name, right? Jesus. K-W-I-F-F. Uh-huh. Can I turn my... Can I look at my screen? You can look at your screen. I'm assuming I'm not getting punked here. No, this seems to be a real... This seems to be a real product. Quiff, I believe, is a gambling app of some sort. And it begins with an image of a fella kind of out in like the void of space, kind of awkwardly holding his phone up. Everything is very stilted in this commercial. That there on the phone is Quiff, the sports betting app, where every time you place a bet, your odds might get quiffed. What does getting quiffed feel like? Okay, now, suddenly we see oh, the man who's standing in, who is standing in space. Now suddenly he's in his kitchen, right? And he opens the cupboard door and a glass falls out of the cupboard, but he catches it instead of letting it um, fall and break, right? So yeah. what's the point of all this? I'll uh, rewind it a little bit and let the voiceover explain. Where every time you place a bet, your odds might get quiffed. What does getting quiffed feel like? It feels like catching a glass before it hits the ground. And the catch is so amazing that you never stop holding it. Now we start to see him in various other aspects of his life. Now he's in a boardroom and everybody's like having some sort of a, an argument about business and uh he's just still out of it he's still just amazed that he caught this glass he's holding it up and looking at it still like 24 hours later presumably astounded that he caught this glass in his kitchen and now we're going to see him on a date we're going to see him in all these scenarios people are trying to talk to him and all he's doing is holding this glass up amazed at his own dexterity and you keep holding it he's on a forever ski slope and ever playing racquetball and you just never stop holding he's it. He's got a lot of hobbies now. He's doing Everyone's pottery. Like, Why is he always holding Why that glass? Why is his date so unpleasant? Oh, because she doesn't Until like that he's just holding out. the glass. Yeah, so he's even he's even on a date, and she, he will not talk to her. He he will not put the glass down. Finally, she throws a glass of water in his face to get his attention. It still does not snap him out of it. And everyone's like, "Why is he always holding that glass?" Until they find out that you caught it when you opened the cupboard. And once they understand that, they think. Oh, I get it. That's the best feeling available to a human being. <laughs> and that, more or less, is quiff. That's, that more or less is quiff. It's the writing good. of that is hilarious. And then at the very Can end. Can you go back? What does he say? And that is the best per- feeling a person is capable of feeling. <laughs> yeah. And at the end, we see that. He, he, it's so we're bad. At, it's good. We're at his funeral and we see that they've made a pine box for him or some sort of coffin <laughs> for him that has room for his hand to be sticking out of the coffin. Not sticking out, but like kind of you I can see the shape to, of his hand holding to, the glass. Oh, I see. It's like built around He's still his in there holding the glass yeah. up, but the wood is kind of built around him. Oh, I get it. That's the best feeling available to a human <laughs> being. To a human being. And that, more or less, 
is quiff. I still don't that really understand what less, I don't really understand quiff. what quiff is. I know. Oops, or, sorry. Look away. Look away. Look away. Oh. Sorry. Oh, this is so unprofessional. Sorry, but I actually like that commercial. It won me over. I was ready to hate it. I like the commercial. I um I just don't understand what a quiff is. It's a gambling app. No, I get that and it's then gambling. Within, but the, what within is it? gambling, like there's because I hear a lot of Draft King commercials because uh-huh. of a podcast I listen to, and they're always having these like these deals where if you if you get one bet right, then you're going to earn one hundred free dollars that you can only use in the app to play other bets. And there's all kinds of like they're always advertising these side bets that I don't uh-huh. understand, and all these like you know whiz bang ways of making so a some... lot more. Yeah, so on this app when they when he Press the quiff. If anybody uses it and knows, send in a better explanation. It looks like it just incre- like made his odds higher or something. Yeah, or, or I, th- more, I took that more, as maybe the him rewarding. earning more points. Yeah, maybe know. more rewarding. Because it was like it said, it was like three to one, and then it was like twenty to one. I don't know what that means in the context of this, but I guess if you like make a bet that you think is three to one, like I'd likely to pay off three to one, and then it pays off twenty mm. to one. That's I guess a good feeling. It's the best feeling available to a person. So let's see here. Did you get that one right? I did. You did. I said it wasn't a dream, but then I thought it was when we started watching it. So let's see here. I think I'm... I think I'm so the first one you got right, that was Little Caesars. The second one was McDonald's. You got it right. The third one was the insurance of your dreams. Dude loses his pants in the I clouds. Got you got wrong. that wrong. Then Dry Mouth... You said dream, and it was a dream. Yep. And then laxaday. I you, said not a dream. You said not a dream, and it wasn't a dream. Why did I give you an X for that? Because you were just trying to take away points. Yeah, okay, that's true. Um, I see. That's right, because I said that you were going to lose half a point for being uh, being smart with me. And then <laughs> a quiff, you got that one right, too, right? Yeah. So you've gotten, you've gotten uh, a lot of these right. Yeah. How many are left? Five uh, right, one wrong, meaning there are four left. Okay. Ugh, I'm not doing a good job of this quiz today. Okay, here's the next line. A unicorn wears a sombrero. I'll say dream. You're going to say dream? Yeah, that sounds like a dream. Unicorn wears a sombrero. Ladies and gentlemen, progressive commercial. We have Flo laying in bed or possibly lying in bed. I don't feel like arguing about this with you again, Genevieve. And she is counting policies and we see a little cloud over her head as she dreams which is weird because people count sheep usually to fall asleep it's not something you usually dream about yeah right? it's and a they're confused. mixing their metaphor there yes. but maybe cartoons have been doing that for a long time and then at one point um as she's kind of counting these policies in her dream uh she sees a unicorn and then the unicorn puts on a sombrero multi-policy discount Paperless discount, paid in full discount, homeowner's discount, safe driver discount, unicorn discount, unicorn wearing a sombrero, Ole. Countless discounts. Now that's progressive. Call or click so, I think whether that's a dream is honestly uh, sort of a sort of a lim- sort of uh undetermined now yeah because, because she's I clearly mean, this counting whole thing, policies yeah. to fall asleep and she's like sleepy so i was wrong first of all they are using it the right way she's falling yes. she's saying it out loud she's not asleep saying that but then as she drifts into dreamland it becomes she's articulating something that i think she's not 
you know, that is a dream. The unicorn part is meant to indicate she's really fallen asleep at this point. So you get to keep the point? I think I get to keep the point, but it's really on the it's really on the edge there. It is an edge case. Maybe I should give you half a point. <laughs> You're just so desperate to get these points. Stop putting the thing up until I put the Oh, okay. Sorry. Back. I keep on messing up everything. Okay, Genevieve, the 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 Shield of Secrecy, the old newspaper is back up <laughs> over your screen again. Um, okay, here's another one. You ready? Did you? Did I ruin this for you? Did you already see this one? No. Okay. Santa Claus won't leave the pool. Santa Claus won't leave the pool. I'll say not a dream. Going to say not a dream? Yeah. Removing the old newspaper. We see a shot of Santa Claus in the middle of summer. Chilling out at the side of somebody's pool. We realize this is a not a public space, but this is in somebody's backyard. By the way, what a backyard. I love it. Uh, and we have a couple, presumably a husband and wife, who are concerned that Santa still hasn't left. Mm. He's been here since December. You left him that mug of Duncan with his cookies that night. I'm going to say something. You should. I'll do it's it. refill time. Now Santa comes into the kitchen and he says it's refill time for his coffee. Santa's not leaving. The home with Duncan is where you want to be. So nobody, it's not a dream. It's not a dream. Congratulations. You got that one right. Um, uh, Now I'm going to cover up your screen again. Uh, Not a bad commercial, although I'm not exactly sure. I don't quite get it, I guess. Well, you know, Santa, you leave treats for Santa. But if you leave too good of a treat, i.e. Duncan coffee, then you're stuck with him. And he's also too scared to confront Santa because he says at first, like, I'm going to go talk to him. But then Santa comes in yeah. and he wimps out. Is that out. because it's Santa or because, like, people just have a natural aversion to conflict? And also, is it have something to do with, like, kind of the, the bottomless cup of coffee that we're used to in diners or what have you? I guess that isn't really something that's offered at Dunkin' Donuts. No, it's not really offered Dunkin' Donuts. And also, I it doesn't seem like it would be germane to... Uh, home coffee situation. Yeah, I do like the Santa though. I like the Santa. They do yeah. a pretty good job of the Santa. That would have yeah. been a good Santa for our Santa show. I'm really losing steam here. I feel like I've really ruined this segment. Why are you just so a, just a whole bunch of things like just because I'm doing so well. Just because no, 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 no. I know I'm, that's why. By no, the way. I'm happy for you. You're Genevieve. so happy for me that you keep forgetting what I answered and <laughs> oh, I think that, why did I write an X down here? You know what? Taking away your last point. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just marking that as an X just because you're giving me sass. Um, I I just feel like I'm making a lot of mistakes. I keep you are on, making a lot I, of it's mistakes. It's not very good. I'm That's true. doing math on the radio that is not interesting. Yeah. I keep on f- flopping this newspaper around. I just really feel like I've ruined this. I think we just need to get out of it as fast as possible because well, I do. I'm excited. You know what? Here. Okay, good. I'm excited to get to the part where I tell you about these two commercials that are basically the same. So come on. Come on, Andrew. Get back in it. Come on. You got How this. How many do we have even left? We have two left. Two okay, left. here you go. A man and a talking dog are chased by the authorities. Uh, I'm going to say a man and a talking dog are chased by the authorities. Not a dream. You're going to say not a dream. Genevieve, I'm going to show you this commercial now. It is a long commercial, 90 seconds. I believe it is from... The Australian branch of Honda. So this is a Honda commercial, but I'm pretty sure this is from Australia. We'll hear uh, some accents here that will pinpoint a little bit more. 
we begin not with the chase scene, though. We see a man, and he's sitting in an old-school diner, a really cool-looking place, and um, he's reading a book. And while he's reading his book, he sees that the woman sitting next to him at a different table, her hair is sort of floating in space as if she's underwater. You know, we're talking about that uh, mermaid commercial for right. like, some sort of sparkling water the other day. Their hair is kind of like floating all the time, even when they're out of water. It's kind of that effect. Then he looks down at his plate of food and the eggs that he's eating kind of separate and then reconnect in this very dreamy way. And we realize the book he's reading is all about... Um, what is it? Uh, what do you call the dreaming that you do? Lucid, lucid dreaming. dreaming. So he's reading about lucid dreaming. Well, it can't be a dream then because you can't read in your dreams. Ooh, look at this. Trying, you know, giving you <laughs> negative two points on this already <laughs> just for you trying to <laughs> trying to game the system. Okay, this is interesting. So he kind of freaks out. I have to talk through it because there's not a lot. There's no voiceover. So he kind of realizes he's having some sort of a lucid dream. And so he leaves the diner. And then when I say the authorities, it's like these some like police-esque forces are trying to get him to wake up and they're chasing him and he starts running down the street and then magically suddenly a steering wheel is in his hand and then that steering wheel becomes an entire car around him as they continue to chase him. So he's in the diner. The hair's kind of blowing in the wind and floating. His eggs are doing some trippy shit. He goes outside. Looks peaceful. Don't wake up now, Brian! Get up now, Brian! 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 Wake up, Brian! Brian! Kind of scary, right? Yeah. Oh, also, I love this song. You now he's suddenly behind the wheel of a Honda. Hey, Brian. Terry? That's his dog. Terry's talking to him. Brian? Brian! Wake up! Whoa. Wake Now they're chasing him. They have some weird uh, cop cars with, like, megaphones on them. They're trying to get him to wake up. And they're, like, old-fashioned cop cars. They're, like, cars from the 50s. Now they're setting up this interesting roadblock where they have huge, like, old-fashioned horns. And they've brought, like, the town... Uh, like a clock from the town center down to the ground, like a, some sort of a an alarm system. Find an exit, Brian. Time to get lateral. Now, because he's lucid dreaming, he takes control of the dream and gets some sort of a little remote control in his hand, and he opens up a passageway to avoid the roadblock. <laughs> Now he's in a very surreal landscape, like right out of Dali. Yes, and now he's in the car, and now suddenly these cop cop guys are in the car with him, and one of them starts licking his face, and then all of a sudden we see him on the couch at home. He's fallen asleep with his lucid dreaming book, and it's the dog who is licking him awake. Wolf, Brian. I said wolf. The all-new Honda HRV. The five-door compact SUV for wherever you dream of going. I didn't quite catch what the dog said at the end there. Wolf? Or you say woof? I said woof. Oh, okay. Oh, yes. Woof. And it's kind of interesting because his dream ends, so I was wrong about that one. But then he wakes up and the dog, A, is still talking. And then B, he still, he goes and gets in his car and we see that he's being like spotlit from above by a helicopter yeah, so that's he is still, still chasing him. He so is still dreaming. I think it's a great commercial. It's a good though. ad. It, the ending is a little weird, but yeah. yeah, I like it. Okay, last one. Are you ready? Yeah. 
You have zero points so far. This is a chance to get on the board here. <laughs> I also think that this is one. This is an exciting one because I think it could lead to a disagreement between us. Okay. P- potentially. Abraham Lincoln and a rodent want to play chess. Um, I'll say not a dream. You'll say not a dream. Here's what's happening. We see a... You can go ahead and take a look at your screen now. We're about to see a... Um, I don't know, young middle-aged guy, young middle-aged, if that makes sense. I don't know, maybe a guy in his 30s or 40s, uh, walking into his kitchen. It's clearly the middle of the night. He's clearly bleary-eyed, and he sits down at the kitchen table, and he looks frustrated. And who's sitting across from him other than Abraham Lincoln, who has a chessboard set up on the kitchen table, and Abraham Lincoln is asking him if he wants to play a game, and also next to Lincoln is, I want to say, a groundhog or something <laughs> along those lines. And whatever this rodent is, it is eating a piece of pizza. Okay. okay so that's the third voice that you're going to hear. Hey, it's Sleeping Beauty. And sleep a wink. I know. We've been waiting for you. Have the chest set already. He cheats. Hello, honest Abe. So just to be clear here. Uh, it's the rodent who we suddenly see for the first yeah. time who says he I feel cheats. like it's a groundhog. It looks a lot like the Caddyshack animal. It does. You're right. So we'll call him Caddyshack. So Caddyshack accuses Lincoln of cheating, and then he's like, hey, Honest Abe over here. Oh, honest Abe? <laughs> Whatever. We just haven't played for so long. And now we see that there's another character in the kitchen just silently in the background. There's like um, some sort of an old-fashioned astronaut. I think it's a deep-sea diver. Right. Oh, is it a deep-sea diver? The old, well, here's the thing about astronauts. That's, that's the oldest kind of astronaut. Is it? Yes. Okay. Okay. So anyway, these are characters from his dreams. But he's not dreaming. But he's not dreaming. Yes, because, I have seen his dad. Yeah. Because they're saying, hey, we are your dreams and we miss you played for so long i know i just got all this stress at work it's cool it happens to a lot of people really absolutely more than half of adults report experiencing some kind of insomnia at least a few nights a week you like just want you back thanks guys when you can't sleep you can't dream that's why there's roserum the first and only prescription so you're right um i mean you were actually wrong with your original guess but you're right because you said that it is a dream right no i said not a dream you said not a dream yeah I think I said not a dream. Okay. Well, either way, I'm looking down here. You got zero points. <laughs> but uh, I think that's I think that's an, actually a very interesting I remember concept. that ad. Do you? See, yeah. I don't, I don't remember it as, at all. But the idea of your dreams miss you, so you can just kind of be weird and surreal with it. Good job, Roserum. Yeah. I wonder if that exists anymore. I don't know. But didn't that, doesn't that uh, groundhog sound like the Bradley Cooper uh, r- rocket? Well, I think it, it, the whole thing kind of, this might predate that, but it definitely yeah. evokes it for me. Just yeah. like the whole, like kind of the the gravelly voice and just kind of being the the um, sort of why the why sur- kind of surly. surly yeah, yeah, exactly. It looks like a Roserum still uh, exists. Okay, um, sorry that you got swept there, but the good news <laughs> is you no longer have to cover up your screen. Um, I do want to tell you about these two dream related commercials, Vives. This really. I don't know if you can tell. This really kind of uh, uh, blew my mind that it's just such a blatant ripoff. Not that I care, really. It's just amazing. So the first commercial I'm going to play for you here is for Chevy. It's part of their Runs Deep campaign that this was posted to YouTube in 2011. I don't know when it actually aired, but clearly 2011 is the oldest it can possibly be. In other words, it like, wait, did I say that right? 
So in other words, this either aired in 2011 or earlier. Right. Yes. So, so it's the latest it could possibly have yes. aired. And in this commercial, it's it's pretty cute. We see a, we see a guy sleeping in bed. He's got his little dog next to him. But then, and we never get into his brain. So it's not like this isn't a dreaming commercial in that way where you're waking up from something. We witness what happens to him as he has a dream. He just kind of sits up in bed and starts making vroom vroom noises and raises his hands as if he's driving a car. So in his dream, he's clearly dreaming about driving and we're seeing him bodily act that out. Okay. And then as he does that, his little dog kind of wakes up too, and the dog sticks his face like in a fan that is at the foot of the bed, kind of emulating that idea of a dog sticking his head out the window and the wind blowing through it. And that's basically basically what the whole commercial is until we pan outside uh, his window and we see his new Chevy in the driveway, and that's why he's dreaming of driving that thing. It's very visual here. Okay. It's three o'clock in the morning, according to his clock. His dogs give him a look, then his dog runs to the foot of the bed, sticks his face in the fan. And so the dog's also sort of having the car riding experience. Yep. With the wind blowing in his face. And then we see his Chevy, was it a Charger or something outside? And it just says Chevy runs deep. Um, I don't think Chevy makes the Charger, do they? Oh, I, I don't know. They make I'm the not, Camaro. You're, you're the car person. Maybe it's uh, a Camaro. It's some sort of a modern muscle-looking car yeah. from you know a decade ago or something. Uh, and again, so it says here that this was posted to YouTube in 2011. Genevieve, this next commercial I'm going to play for you, is a 2016 Volkswagen commercial. There is a man on the couch. He's still holding his remote control, so he clearly dozed off while watching TV. His dog is sleeping next to him on the couch, and then he starts to have a dream that we witness from the outside. Now, he is not using his hands on the steering wheel, but in, as he dreams, he's rocking his head back and forth, making vroom vroom sounds in his throat while the dog has his head near the fan. Yeah, and instead of just seeing the car outside, we're cutting to what is probably his dream, which is the, the it looks like a... Golf, um, I think. It's either a golf or I guess probably like the GTI model, but it's... um. It's like cornering and stuff. And when it corners, his head like flops over. Yes. And the dog, again, sticking his head in yeah, the fan. Yeah, but it's, otherwise to, it's like the same to plot. To create that. The and then we go challenge. outside through the window and we see the Golf GTI. You were right about that. You get a point. Um, it's the same commercial. That's the same commercial. Uh, do you know it's what? It's the same commercial. It's exactly the same commercial. Do you know which um, ad agencies made the respective ads? Uh, no, it would be easier to find out the Volkswagen one, but I couldn't find any information about that uh, About that you know, decade-old Chevy commercial. God, they, somebody just saw that decade-old Chevy commercial and decided to basically remake it. Or is it even possible that maybe it I was think like somebody who worked at one agency, did they just re reuse their idea it with another like client? It looks like it's Deutsch uh, for the oh, okay, one, yeah, that, in which yeah. we've certainly, they're a huge uh, international one. 
Um, they're the agency that made the VW one. Boy, that is really wild that it's exactly the same plot for the same basic product. Yeah, right. right? Um, and it's really... If it was just, hey, people... Like dudes dream of driving cars yeah, when they have a new so car. That'd be one thing. With the dog and the fan, right? With the dog and the fan, it is. It blows my mind. What a ripoff that is. Sorry, yeah. now I'm googling on the fly, so I can just continue to do that. It doesn't look like Deutsche covered. Um, did any Chevys? A very very quick, very very quick cursory Google. Yeah. Nothing obvious comes up that says that they worked on a Chevy campaign. So well, good um, find. Yeah, right. Super interesting. All right, let's check in with the ad council, shall we? Everybody's talking at me. I don't hear words saying. Only the echoes of my mind. Rebecca says, I listen to After These Messages because I enjoy listening to you two try to make each other laugh. Well, you listen to me make Genevieve laugh and her try to make me laugh. That would be where you laugh, Genevieve. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. Rebecca says, I generally avoid as many commercials as possible, but one from Garden of Life Probiotics recently caught my attention when one of the many quote-unquote regular-looking ladies, regular in this case meaning digestively regular, regular-looking ladies declared pooping is powerful. Another is shown sitting on a toilet and stating something like, I'm a woman and I'm pooping on TV. Apparently, the commercial has been censored in some areas. Here is a slightly different version of the commercial than the one I saw broadcast on television because I swear I heard a woman say that she was, quote, pooping on TV. Yeah, I feel like that would stick with you. Yeah, but when you see this commercial, you'll kind of understand that, like, there's a lot that's going to stick with you uh, in this commercial. (laughs) That's the whole point. What they're trying to get at is normalizing the idea of women pooping and women talking about pooping. We don't need to normalize anyone pooping. This can be a uh, gender-equal issue where we all agree that pooping can be very private. God, I love how much you're going to hate this. Being a human is hard, especially if you're a woman who's also having trouble doing that totally normal thing all humans do, but not all of them like to talk about. Okay, so um, we they're doing that thing where uh, during the voiceover, they're kind of introducing us to um, several different women. We see a woman uh, maybe in her 20s who's just kind of getting out of bed, about to start her day. We see another woman uh, similar age. She's in the bathroom combing her hair. She's got knots in her hair. We see an older woman at her swim club doing her exercises and another woman who is going into what looks like an airport stall, right? Yeah. So, okay. These are our four characters that, is that a, we're going to keep hearing That is the pain of from. trying to get your you and your rolly bag into a, into a normal airport stall is... That's the thing I think we should normalize talking about, and we should also do something about it. Now, the reason I go into all the detail about who those characters are is because they're going to start talking to the voiceover person here. I'm going to start it over. Being a human is hard, especially if you're a woman who's also having trouble doing that totally normal thing all humans do, but not all of them like to talk about. Oh, are you talking about pooping? Let's just say Garden of Life's doctor-formulated women's probiotics help your digestion so you can be a more regular human. I'm going to pause it here for a second. I will say that now... Every woman who interjects here and talks uh, to the camera, I think with the exception of the woman, the older woman who's at the YMCA pool or whatever it is, they're all sitting on the crapper while they're talking directly to us. Comfortable talking about poop. You can just say poop. It's 2021. I think everyone knows that women poop. I love pooping. You poop, girl. Plus, did you know that the 40 billion probiotics found in Garden of Life can help support immune system health? Oh, are you poop-splaining me right now? 
Wow. Don't be shy about pooping. Pooping is powerful. This is my favorite part of the day. I poop, she poops, all women poop. I'm a woman and I poop. I'm a woman and I poop. I'm a woman and I poop regularly. Thanks for the poop powerment. I'm not saying poop powerment. I'm pooping right now. Look for Garden of Life. That's somewhat grunted, I'm pooping right now. And it can even help maintain healthy pH and yeast levels. Oh, are we talking about my vagina now? It not for me. It not for you. It not for me. I and understand, though. You said sticky before. It is. I can see the standing out. I can yes, see. Yes, it is memorable. Um, and I'm all for digestive health. Um, and I'm all for not shaming people if they have a digestive issue. Um, but this is not a gender issue. No one. I don't want to see that commercial made with men. I don't want to see it made with anybody. We are also a couple who we do We're not, very Yes, we've talked about door. this on the show, right? We're a closed door family. We've literally never peed in front of yes, each other. And we never we don't, will. And we never will. Uh, because I'm breaking up with you and finding someone I can pee in front of. <laughs> um, you know what I mean? So like we Yeah, don't, we're we don't, a little squeamish, if, I guess. And you know, like this came up on the show recently on TBTL, like, you know, like I don't I know that I do it accidentally at times, especially when I'm sleeping, but um like I do not purposely pass gas in front of you. No. We're not like a fart and laugh about it kind of couple. We try to give each other uh, privacy around those things. So that is definitely not for us. Um, also, I mean, it's so, I, I think cynical is the wrong word because what are we doing here? I mean, we're talking about marketing. It's maybe smart, but I don't know. There is one of those things about it. it's so, I don't know, like squatty potty, like these things of like people being like kind of fresh and clever and in our face with the pooping. It's like yeah. very 2020. It's so like 2020. Whatever. And I mean, I maybe 15 maybe. Yeah. And maybe, you know, I, I, I'm a, I'm a woman of a certain age, right? Like maybe I just can't get with the times and that's fine with me. I will cheerfully, uh, not be with the times on this matter. And Rebecca included a press release that they released. They did. They, they got it perfect because the company created this commercial hoping that some stations wouldn't allow them to air the of whole course. thing. So then they release a, re- a, a pet release, a press release, uh, li- a Garden of Life probiotics ad gets censored for having women give the scoop yeah. on and, poop. And, and then, now we exactly. have it. There it is. Um, and then here's a second graph quote from the um, creative chief creative director. We made an ad talking about how in the year 2021, women in commercials should be okay talking about poop. And then to our surprise. <gasps> to our total shock and amazement. We had our ad rejected <gasps> by several networks telling what? us it's still not okay for women to use the four letter P word I'll ending in oop. I'll bet you a billion dollars that there was nothing about women in the rejection of this ad, you know, like it wasn't the network saying, well, we can't have this about ladies in the poop. I just it feels empowerment campaign, which will run on cable, Discovery, Hulu, Amazon Prime, social digital display, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. They're calling it the poop empowerment campaign. And also don't sleep on the fact that he says networks are telling us it's still not OK for women to use a four letter P word ending in oop. This this fake sexism is really makes me see red. Mm. Like, there's plenty of real well, sexism. Was it your time of your month? Yeah, right. Sorry. There's plenty How of real. Say that joke, right? There's plenty of real sexism out there in in marketing and in every other walk of life. But this is not a good example of it because right. show me the ad where you have men sitting on the crapper and p- p- talking while they're pooping, 
and how that one had like had no problem running on all the networks. I also wonder if a network actually did do that or if it was a timing thing. I mean, there could be a million reasons why maybe a network said we need you to cut this. I mean, I don't I, that doesn't make tons of sense. I believe that it was censored in the sense of but there's not that's so tame, though. It's tame, but it's gross. I mean, I, I have no problem believing that someone uh in a position to make that decision had the same reaction I did, which was, I'm not putting this on my airwaves. It's too gross for our viewers. What's Honestly, what's gross about it? What's gross about it? Is it just we, because we don't see like, we don't see bowel I don't know, Andrew, movements. Why we don't do we see, keep like, the door closed in this house when we're using the restroom? But what, what I'm saying is for the listeners who did not see that commercial, it's not like, it's not graphic in any way. It's just women. We never even see an actual toilet. It's implied that they're on the toilet. We just see them sitting. There's nothing, nothing actually graphic to cut out of that. It's just the word poop. We never see an actual commode. We see them sitting in a way the camera cuts the toilet out of it. We see their feet. Yeah, I mean, they're clearly in bathrooms, though. Yeah. It's not, it's not elliptical about where they are. It's not like it's just a close-up on their face, and then we find out, you know, twist at the end. Oh, no, you were seeing someone on a toilet. Like, no, they're clearly situated in bathrooms, on toilets. One of them has one of those poop stools. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just, it is graphic. It is explicit. That's funny. Like, I don't like it, but I don't think it's necessarily gross. Like, well, I don't think there's anything actual gross about it. You can let it go on your network. Maybe <laughs> okay, TBTL would good. like a new sponsor. Oh, are you kidding me? Luke would do that in a second. <laughs> yeah, you guys talk about it. It would go well with the bidet ads he does. Um, <laughs> I saw this commercial the other day. I think the sound was down. I was probably at a bar or restaurant and this was on. Um, and I noticed it in the background. It seemed so mockable. And to play it here, it's like the sound doesn't even explain what's mockable about it is for Humera. Humera has a lot of commercials. Yeah, they're like anything that your autoimmune system is like not doing right, Humera will cure it. But you know how in these types of commercials, they whatever whatever the ailment is. Severe to moderate. They, moderate, yeah, moderate, moderate, to moderate, severe. To severe, moderate to They severe. always show people like going, sometimes they just choose like one person or one couple or one team or whatever and follow them or they'll intercut a bunch of like, these people are at the farmer's market right. and, and they're dealing with their moderate This person's severe buying plaque. antiques. Yeah, right, exactly. Well, this one is just apparently one storyline underneath the um, voiceover and it's these two young women and they're starting their podcast. Have you seen this? No. It is so funny. The voiceover is not going to do anything so we just have, we'll have to duck it down and kind of talk over it but they're opening a garage it starts with them opening up a garage door and setting up all the stuff for their new podcast we never find out what we never hear them podcasting they're just like two young women starting a podcast at one point we'll see behind them is hanging a pretty professionally crafted sign with their logo on it which listen it's 2021 you can get you can get a sign with your logo on it no problem but it's just so funny you get the impression that they had their sign made before they cracked their microphones but they don't seem to be videotaping themselves and they're going to do this podcast in the garage like many people with moderate to severe ulcerative colitis or crohn's disease i was there be right back they just have like the cutest perfect setup here maybe they've been podcasting for years i don't know maybe this isn't a new podcast but their studio is just exactly how if you were to make a bad sitcom starring zach braff about podcasting actually i never saw that but i'm gonna assume it's like this it's just like everything is perfect and in its place it's like you and I are in this are room. Are you talking about a specific Zach Braff project? Yeah. Do, what was the really famous first podcast about podcasting on Gimlet Media? 
I don't remember. But you know the one Vaguely. that I'm talking about. He launched the network with the whole idea of oh, I'm yeah. going to start this. The, we're going to launch the network with a podcast about what it's like to launch to leave public radio and start. A, That's right. What was it called? I am, and did they make a show about it with Zach yes, Braff? Oh, yes, yes. And that. there was so much like, and you know, there's they were obviously very excited about it, but it just sounded so terrible from the get go. And maybe it's just like <laughs> professional jealousy. Oh, the podcast was Startup. It was called Startup. Right. Okay, sorry. A lot but of the name our of the TV show was Alex Inc. Just this is so. All right, kids. Well, as some of you may know, I've recently made a very big career change. I used to be in radio, and now I'm a podcaster. Does anyone know what a podcast is? It's radio on the internet. My mom listens to them, and they're totally boring. (sighs) That's all. That 14 seconds is all I've ever heard of the show. That's not great. And it hurts. Yeah, it hurts. It hurts. So it anyway, it burns. It burns my ear. So anyway, these young ladies are doing their podcast. I was there. Be right back. I bet you a billion dollars that these girls are doing one on true crime. Yes, you're right. Look at the, oh, it's Christine and Katie so is the I name of their to my podcast. And learned Humira is for people who have UC or Crohn's disease. And Humira helps people achieve remission. That can so I think the idea here is like the one just finally comes back from the bathroom, but like is feeling better now. And the other one gives her a little, a very comforting, reassuring right. smile. Like now we can get on with the business They need a way better name than Christina and Katie. Yeah, I mean, that doesn't great. tell me anything about what their true crime podcast is about. Exactly. So you can experience few or no symptoms. Humira can lower your ability to fight infections, serious and sometimes fatal infections. Again, there's a, probably a lot of like, I don't know, maybe class and professional jealousy and, and all kinds of things but like I like this their studio fan, it looks yeah, very nice yes it looks like they just bought all the most beautiful equipment and yeah. they have a couch in there and all this sound buffering which I should really have in here um, <laughs> but like it's like everything where's their like, loud cat it's like they just <laughs> exactly <laughs> where's their girlfriend who can't get any questions right on a quiz um, <laughs> it's just like it's so like it, it, just like podcast out of a box and just like everything that just like looks and signals podcasting it's just like I don't know there's something just obviously (laughs) bothersome about it anyway Wayne just posted that to the Facebook page and said what do you think their podcast is about Um, and then (laughs) well I think it's about true crime and they need a better name (laughs) Um, and then one last thing here only because you and I both coincidentally stumbled on this commercial recently you probably saw it in the wild I saw it on the internet today and then uh, Brian was also commenting on it this is a Liberty Mutual commercial where um, now I think Liberty Mutual has several campaigns going like Limu Emu right yes, they have and, the Limu Emu and then they have the long-standing one where they just put some scenario in front of that um, scene by the water with the yeah. Statue of Liberty in the background yeah the fake harbor scene um, and those started I say this everything every single time but that that harbor shot campaign began with people giving supposedly realistic little um testimonials yeah. right you had a car you named him brad yeah, you, you loved, loved brad. brad but recently over the past couple of years they're no longer testimonials they've just totally gone into the we make weird they're commercials just liberty, yeah like liberty, the one guy's wet like teddy bears wet teddy bears selling them on the boardwalk and just like all these like weird takes yeah. this is another one like that um you see three little kids and they're playing double dutch on the um, on, on the boardwalk there or whatever you'd call it. Uh, Brian says a Liberty Mutual ad finally made me laugh and did a great job of visually showing how much you can save. Um, so these three kids are playing double dutch, but then 
Uh, well, I think the voiceover will explain what happens for the most part. Liberty, Just mutual, point of order. Yeah. That's not double dutch. Oh, really? Double dutch requires two ropes. Oh, interesting. It's the, called the, the the commercial calls it double dutch, but it is just jump rope. It's just jump rope with two people. Double dutch is amazing to watch. Oh, that's interesting. Okay, I thought anything where you take where two people swing the rope and one I person jumps wrong, over it. I could be wrong, but I thought double dutch had to have the two ropes where you know it's people like you're get you're jumping over both of them. That's this is single dutch. Right. I mean, it seems like implied that it would be two ropes if it's maybe it'd just dutch. be dutch. Wasn't that a movie with the guy from um, Married with Children, Dutch? Or am I making that up? Anyway, let's take a listen to this. So these little kids are playing jump rope. Liberty Mutual, customized car insurance, so you only pay for what you need. How much money can Liberty Mutual save you? One, two, three, three, four, five. So then as they start counting how much Liberty Mutual can save them, uh, we go into a sequence where we see clocks moving forward in time, calendar pages flying off because that's how much time it saves. Is time is passing yeah. and they're still playing jump rope until we come back to them and they're still the stature of the little kids, but they have on these terrible wigs and fake beards and whatnot of long gray hair because they spent their entire life counting the savings. Their prosthetics are pretty oh. hilarious. Yep, everything hurts. <laughs> At the end, they're shaking out their their achy bones. I, I actually um, and and uh, Brian says, "Yep, everything hurts." Uh, I, I do like that one. I, I think the um, I think that the the prosthetics are very funny. Yeah. And the reason I actually had had grabbed the link to it was because I thought it'd be fun to do a show where people are. Um, like dressed up as the wrong ages basically oh not just little kids playing old but maybe yeah well i was just thinking about like so, some ver some versa? some you know take on like age aging makeup you just want to see a makeup. bunch of commercials where you have full-grown men uh wearing diapers yes I, like dressed up in a baby in a crib exactly with a big like bow. i really exhausted the resources that the internet has on that subject yeah. and i want to see what you can help me find so yeah and maybe and maybe the listeners can get in on that too right, actually exactly. we, we should get out of here but on that note I that's want, why new year's is always very exciting for me because i know baby new year's you call it the horniest holiday it's the horniest holiday <laughs> um i it's a it's a specific fetish, but it's real nonetheless. <laughs> um, I wanted to add counsel's help with um, the dream commercial thing, too, because origi- I kind of wanted to put together a quiz for today. And, of course, I did run out of steam about three questions in. But um, <laughs> You were your own worst enemy on Yeah, that I don't quiz. know. I just did such a terrible job implementing that quiz. But um, I thought I would be able to come across so many more dreams in commercials. It seems like a very typical trope. Right. But the problem is taking a few hours and trying to gather them all, just like starting from scratch, was very difficult because it's one of those SEO things, right? Yes. Like every commercial that has dreams in it is about dream big, dream oh, your biggest yeah. dream. We're making your dreams come true. Right. And so I literally only found five commercials <laughs> in which people are having actual dreams. And so there must be a million more out there. It's so just keep hard an, to sift the yeah. wheat from the chaff. So let's yeah. us keep an eye out for those in the ad council as well. If any jump, uh, jump to mind, send them in. Or as time goes on and you see the dream commercial, send them in and maybe we can collect them over time. Because everybody loves talking about dream commercials. <laughs> You can sell anything. 
All right, it's time for us to get out of here. Remember, send us your dream commercials and anything else you want to get off your chest. You can email us at afterthesemessagesshow at gmail.com. But I'd like to hear your voice. How can people call us? Call us at 607-444-5597. That's 607-444-5597. And check us out on the Facebook group. Good happenings happening over there, babe. Always good happenings Good happenings happening. happening there. All right. That's where you can check us out. We'll talk to you guys next week. Rhymes and cuneiform hella years ago, BC. You better be informed. If you don't get it, get a computer and Google it. If you find out all the reasons we the shit, then you the shit.